0: I don't know. Hmm. There's nothing else to say, is there?
1: How's it going, eh? It's going all right.
2: Uh huh.
0: That's all. Okay.
2: Well, <laughs> no, this has no, been... No elaboration.
1: And it <laughs> shall be... <laughs> it's just called Two Brothers it's very good. Podcast. Yeah. Well done. Show 71. I guess
0: so. Who could say? I mean, without any numbers on there. Actually, I put one on there last week, but it's making the rounds of the podcast community. Apple sent out a letter to everybody.
2: oh,
1: uh,
0: or An email to everybody saying, mm-hmm. hey, it's best practices not to put the episode number in your titles when you submit them to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Problem for us is Podbean doesn't differentiate uh, the title for iTunes. It just sends one title out, so you know we can't yet change uh, how how we write the title for different uh, podcatchers, if you like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So for now, it all remains one thing. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know don't have to put the number in there. No. At least
1: not every time. Because the the date um if people sort by date it'll just be there. Sure. Latest regardless.
0: Well, or if you just so. if you sub to it, the latest one is usually I I think the one that it feeds to you, so mm-hmm. that's that's fine too. Yep. You can certainly go back, go back on the list and say, "Oh, there's a lot of these." Yeah. Which at a certain point uh, is n- meaningless. <laughs> episode 200 episode 300 Eh, sure yeah <laughs> when it was uh 10 and 20 that was a big deal but you know once we hit 100
1: then yeah hey speaking of uh changing it up a bit uh uh-huh. i'm james i'm uh, marcus <laughs> and you um i'm gonna go straight straight into the existential crisis 3.0 <laughs> maybe it's just it comes around every once in a while i start to feel gloomy
0: Mm-hmm. uh about existence itself. <laughs> mm. The absurdity of existence, as Albert Camus pointed out. Um, yep. and uh yeah that's what it sort of gets to me. Also the fact that um the 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 fifties are now in effect. Mm-hmm. So that's uh I look ahead and I see less time than I would like.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Less time ahead than behind is the, sound, yeah. the annoying yeah. well,
1: part. Maybe depends on <laughs> on a uh, some, a number of uh, gene yeah. splicing futurism. I suppose. But, uh, we'll, I, we'll I don't see. think
0: we're anywhere near close to that for me.
1: But yeah, not yeah, not us. Uh, so maybe the, the super rich, but yeah, we'll see what happens with society. Right. You know, if we, if it becomes to the thing where you know, hey, 3D printed skin, <laughs> right. You know, you just go ahead and yeah. give me a new one. Uh, hey, uh, so I guess that's why you uh, chose—is uh, it Lily for your music share? <laughs> I
0: think it's just Lily, but I haven't heard Lily? anybody say it. L I I L Y, right? Uh huh. Which is clever. It's an easy to say name and yep. v- to look at and write, but it's different enough that probably nobody else has it.
1: I would say it would it would be Finnish because they uh, they like the double vowels. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, true, um, you don't know.
0: Yeah, but they uh, they're but they're LA kids. Mm-hmm. this band. Mm-hmm. So that this is uh that was gonna be my music share initially. It happened upon this band and somebody I don't even I can't even imagine now where I heard it. Maybe it was Reddit uh somebody said, you know, What are you listening to now, Le- Lily? And uh I went and uh listened to a track and it was great. And I mm-hmm. uh watched the video and somebody said, um, they used to start, they started out in clubs and warehouses. That's, or not clubs, uh, sorry, warehouses and house parties. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was that was where they sort of rose to prominence. Um, yeah. Not dissimilar to Rage Against the Machine, I think, which, which hmm. you know, used to play very small rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just jammed together, all of them. And <laughs> then, now they've started to play clubs, but the fans, their fans are very sort of, um, I don't want to say violent, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, vigorous, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they like to sort of bash around together. And uh, there,
1: there's some moshing going on. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly. So they're it's uh, sort of bringing it into the the club atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. That that sort of uh, warehouse thing or house party mentality, where it's yeah. you know uh, it's just a bunch of kids uh, getting crazy. Yeah, and then let, well, let's start. Uh, let's put a thing from uh, Lily here. Uh, yeah, so, so, if you watch the video, that's pretty, pretty wild.
1: Yeah, the the video uh, is more meaningful to me than, than the music by itself, which I listened to. Um, I, I think I listened to it off their band site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it didn't have, um, not their band site, but their uh, their channel, YouTube right. channel. And it was just a static image. Sure. Um, so I didn't quite get much out of it other than, <laughs> you know, watching the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, this is a... This is a little dark. <laughs>
0: sure. Uh, it's nice to see, uh, cool to see, every time I see that a band is, you know, a bunch of kids, that uh, they care about their craft. They, they have um, they have good skills. They're interested in playing well, mm-hmm. not just loud. You know? Yeah. Which has its place, too. Don't get me wrong. A bunch of kids bashing around, you know, on their instruments. So that's the start of a lot of stuff. But yeah, they're, they're all very good. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting better, uh, the songwriting is <laughs> better than I would have expected, you know, for eight—I don't know—eight, seventeen, nineteen-year-olds. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, very, very cool. the The twist on this is, I looked at Spotify's list of you know related artists fans also like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I found a couple more brand more bands that I like better.
1: <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs>
0: And um, right. one of those bands is, I think they're both British. Uh, one of them is called Big Spring. So now mm-hmm. I've got a triumvirate of, of bigs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Wreck, uh, Big Spring, and Big Jesus. But yeah, these other bands, they're just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just that is the kind of sound that I really like.
1: I liked Big Spring. I i, I didn't know um, when you, you put it on that uh, that might have been your music share. Mm-hmm. You put a link on there, but it was the link same link to the Lily song. And so I just went and listened to some of their things. Oh, and, um, I missed out. You're like, right. Wow. I didn't like Whoopsie. the uh, the first two. I listened to four other pieces. Did
0: you listen to Coming Down?
1: Um, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Might have to play that. <laughs> I, li- I liked um, Slappy uh-huh. a lot, and yeah, I liked good. Tanned a lot. Right. Sure. Those, those are two. Those of the, are new. Uh,
0: uh, the uh, yeah. coming down is a uh, last year 2017 I don't remember which mm. but that's the one I that one I have on practically on a loop I play that every couple of days cuz I'm like oh I got to hear that again
1: yeah they're really good
0: so uh it I don't know like, I'll probably put it here so this is what that sounds like So I like, Mm -hmm. I like raucous and loud with good musicianship, but I like raucous and loud even better with, with washy, chorusy guitars and nice (laughs) harmony vocals. Uh So if it's that big open sound, uh, that's, man, that pushes all my buttons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the other, uh, the other band I'll put here real quick is, uh, what would I call them? They're kind of a psychedelic glam (laughs) band, (laughs) like a, like a modern take on that sort of thing which you could understand them being British for that Um, Mm. and they are called D-Mob Happy
2: Less is more 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 that's for sure Yeah what be man I know for sure less is more hm.
0: And there uh, so that's a uh, yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Less is more. That's um, and that's a, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a tongue-in-cheek um, swagger uh, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> a little more. Uh, I want to say electric than the other one, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely edging into the neo psychedelic glam uh-huh. thing. That's uh, yeah. even more fringe than this other stuff I like. <laughs> but because it's got hooks, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's got an, a following yeah you know it's got it cuts, but still um and here again you know we're on the melodic side of things sure that rather than the, the noisy
1: side of things mm-hmm. cool i like it yeah speaking of cool i got to share uh cool the engines by boston at some point <laughs> but uh, maybe i just did maybe but not not as a clip but that's yeah, <laughs> right that's a great one yes i uh, just kind of what you were talking about it's got the it's got the big and loud it's got the yeah almost washy guitars, mm-hmm. and it's got uh, great harmony vocals. <laughs>
0: well, they're, they're really, that, that reverb sound that Tom Schultz created. Mm-hmm. Is uh, very appealing, certainly to me. With yep. the, with the, with the tone that he, that he uses. Yeah. Um, and he's one of those signature sound types like Eddie Van Halen, where it's like, oh, I know who that is mm-hmm. when he plays. Mm-hmm. So yeah, very important, but, but very, um, <laughs> very, uh, serotonin firing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gets, uh, Fair gets enough. into the ear holes. Ear candy. That's what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ear candy. It's certainly mm-hmm. for me. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's do a Fast Times at Ridgemont High deep discussion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, how
0: did that come up? It came up because it was just a, I think it was just a random meme that you threw at yep. me.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and it was the, the, the scene right toward the beginning mm-hmm. where Jeff Spicoli, uh, comes into class late. Yeah. And, uh. Somehow he's got a bagel tucked <laughs> into his waistband, and that thing doesn't fall out. Yeah. I, I, it must be a, a fairly sticky bagel, but uh, I've always been kind of amazed by that because mm-hmm. <laughs> hardly any of the bagel is in his waistband, but anyway <laughs> he, well, it
0: sounds like this. This is that scene.
2: wait a minute there's no birthday party for you here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Stan. What's the reason for your truancy? Just couldn't make it on time. You mean you couldn't, or you wouldn't? It was like a full crowd scene at the food lines. Food will be eaten on your time. Why are you continuously late for this class, Mr. Spicoli? Why do you shamelessly waste my time like this? I don't know. <laughs> all right
1: so <laughs> yeah so it's uh, a
0: yeah it's kind of a weirdly shirtless sean Penn, <laughs> mm-hmm. or at least open shirted <laughs> surfer dude sean Penn. i don't know if yeah. you could have gotten away with that at our school it,
1: at our school i don't think so <laughs> no i don't think so as preppy as we were yeah uh shirtless or, or <laughs> shirt wide open Pretty much, yeah
0: hey button that thing <laughs> that's right yeah
1: uh, so, so then you mentioned something about, it was funny that, um, the, the nerdy kid mm-hmm. knew exactly where to find yeah. <laughs> this wasteoid. <laughs> yeah. And well, also the exact ruse to get him to, to show up to class.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was, that was more impressive. Um, yeah. he, I, cause I forgot about the earlier part of the scene where he says, has anyone seen Jeff Spicoli? Mm. And he said, I saw him earlier by the food machines, yeah you know, and then. I was like oh well, I didn't remember that, and I don't remember much about all, you know m- several things in the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that stuff with Mr. Hand and like Ray Walston and Sean Penn together, both those <laughs> that interaction was really really impactful. That was yeah, very good. Yeah, and both of Ray them Walston, were great actors. So oh man, you would Ray Walston
1: was was intense as Mr. Hand. He was uh, intimidating. Yeah, still is intimidating as Mr. Yeah. Hand.
0: Which, if you look at his other roles, he often plays sort of a goof off or a, uh-huh. a scornful, um, anti, like a misanthrope maybe, or um, mm, maybe just a, But uh, like in South Pacific, he plays kind of a <laughs> a scrappy, near to well rebel. True. I forgot he was in rebel, in South Pacific. He's, yeah, he plays a scrappy rebel. Yeah, kind of guy in South Pacific.
1: Huh.
0: Um, but uh, and he's a mischievous, you know, imp in. Uh, my Favorite Martian. Of course. He's uh, kind of a, a, <laughs> a criminal trickster in Popeye. Um, yeah. <laughs> so on <laughs> and squeaky on. Squeaky eye. <laughs> cue, cue what squeaky eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I,
1: I see him most often in The Sting. Oh. Uh, and he plays a almost impish but really wise part of Paul Newman's uh, con team. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's really great in that. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, and, I totally uh, forgot about that.
0: And uh, he's in. Let's let's get the nerd cred in. He's a he. He plays the gardener Boothby, oft mm-hmm, referenced mm-hmm. by uh, Patrick Stewart uh, when Wesley finally goes to the academy. Right. I shouldn't say oft referenced, but referenced. Uh,
1: referenced. To, yeah.
0: By mm-hmm. by Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it is the gardener Certainly. of of the academy here, at least the one who care- takes by Captain the, the card. Uh, rather. Yeah, mm-hmm. Capricard. By refer- Wait, What did I say?
1: Well, you you said Patrick Stewart, but oh, then you yeah, said yeah, Wesley. Captain Picard, so, right? Sure,
0: mm-hmm. sorry. Referenced by Captain Picard uh, to be the at least the caretaker of the Japanese garden. Don't know if mm-hmm. he does the whole grounds. He's a groundskeeper, but you know, is he the I only know, one? The head, Probably the head groundskeeper. Yes. Yeah. Well, he might have a
1: at a certain a, point uh, a fleet of droids mm-hmm. doing that <laughs> to right. uh, to mix yeah. my uh, <laughs> movie franchises.
0: He's a cantankerous sort of um, outsider in that too. Yeah. So it's weird. That he he just so easily slipped into this role mm-hmm. of an uptight, straight-laced, you know, teacher mm-hmm. who brooks no-nonsense from mm-hmm. <laughs> <for> many <laughs> of his students. Is kind of a hard-ass. Yeah. Which is, um, obviously, he was very good at it, but it's a different kind of role from what he usually played.
1: Oh, that reminds me. Um, finally, I'm teaching a non-elective, right? So I get everybody. Nearly all my career, I've been teaching uh, electives, so... I haven't yet had the opportunity to, just, to get an assignment back, grade it, and then just start, you know, flicking <laughs> the, the paper derisively off my fingers, you know, with disgust, like get this, uh, get this gross thing out of right. my hand, F, D,
2: F, F. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but I, I look forward to, to that, uh, soon. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He he uh he has a really nice turn at the end. I I love how they redeem his character in the audience's yeah, eyes because yeah. we're probably on Spicoli's side for most of this because he's he's Somehow. just a, a dumb goof stoner, mm-hmm. yep, uh, hapless as you <laughs> if you like, mm-hmm. and then Mister Hand just takes advantage of him and <laughs> verbally smacks him around <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right, because well, at the beginning though, I, I think at the beginning you're you're not on his side because he comes in and he and he calls Mr. <laughs> Hand a dick, and you know he's obviously <laughs> late. Now, uh-huh. Mr. Hand is is um sort of uh, overly strict. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're not on either of their sides necessarily. Uh, probably, yeah. I think uh, as at, far as the at least at the way that
0: stage, we quickly grow like he he gets under your skin it's the the, the spicoli character and then then everybody wants to be him because he's just this uh he's he's a free spirit if you like right he's just doing his own thing and it's not that he doesn't want to be in school because he's kind of fine being in class it's just Mm -hmm. he doesn't (laughs) hold to convention (laughs) at all yeah (laughs) to be in school he's got his shirt half off he's ordering (laughs) pizza into class Mm -hmm. but he presents it like what I don't know. I just thought yeah. of it, and uh, I, I was hungry. <laughs> Not doing it to be a rebel. It's just it's just a kind of the way he is.
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit to be a rebel. He thought know. he was being clever, I think. Maybe. Because he talks about, well, I've been thinking, and, you know, if it's your time and my time. Doesn't that make it our time? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. So he had given it a slight amount of time. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: But yes, at the of course at the uh, spoilers, everyone. If you don't if you don't like it, skip forward twenty seconds. Um, he at the end of the film, he redeems himself in a huge way by showing up yeah. on prom night. Is it? Mm-hmm. Shows up on prom night. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Is Jeff just hanging out at home? I think he's just hanging. out. He was out, getting, getting ready high. to go. He I was okay.
1: he was getting ready to go. Right. He was about to to. Um, <laughs> oh no! You know, Mr. Had, what are you doing here? You <laughs> yeah, know, kind of thing, Mr. Han. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> and then uh, basically
0: he he gives him a choice he can go but uh, he can or he can stay and study and he'll he'll help him uh, mm-hmm. pass his pass his final right which is very is very noble and and um, above and beyond I would say for any teacher so, yeah, to certainly. do that yeah for 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 someone he perceives as such a goof off really mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. a lot of teachers would have just written him off or ignored him or be glad that he's gone from his class right, but no right he, in that moment mr hand cares and and we see it yeah it's not just right him. which is
1: also surprising uh, a surprising turn for him too because we all the movie we've been led to believe he's yeah. just been he's just a strict right. buddy duddy who could care less if yes. they pass or not yeah just other than him being disgusted by them
0: right <laughs> just like Fact. um what's the name of Failing. the teacher in in uh, back to the Future? Oh, the bald guy. Maybe what? he's an administrator. But uh, oh, the
1: administrator, yeah. I, um, slackers. Yeah. Slackers. Yeah, I, I forget his name. The, yeah, he's like the a vice principal, principal type. Mm-hmm. Yep. An enforcer. Yeah.
0: That dude is straight-laced and uptight. Yeah. Because he thinks tradition and convention should rule the day. Right. Mr. Hand is uptight and conventional because he believes it's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that that kind of is my favorite moment from, from past times at Ridgemont High when he shows up at Spicoli's house to help him. It's really all <laughs> well, the it's really movie great.
1: pictures all over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting parentage, to be sure. Right. So, cue, uh, we're going to move on here. Cue the rural report. Thank you. Okay. There was snowpocalypse and one of our neighbors, their barn, collapsed, and the horse escaped. Actually, two horses escaped from the, them and their parents' uh, field. And um, one of the horses got somewhat injured. At in any rate, long story short, they kept the injured horse in our barn because our barn did not collapse, happy to say. Uh-huh. and uh, so they kept her in our barn for for um well oh, a week or week and a half and so she's healed up you know really well and they uh, have now put her out in in pasture but their pasture is still escapable you know <laughs> cuz trees came down and fence fences came down and that's why they escaped in the first place uh-huh. um, so anyhow they've been keeping the horse in our field next to us here and then our other our neighbor on the other side uh asked if he could open up his his gates and just kind of connect our two fields and let his two horses and the other neighbor's horse kind of run free all through there. Uh-huh. At any rate, so I need an appropriate and polite way to request our field back because we want to start, <laughs> uh, you know, letting, it, letting the grass grow so we can, uh, you know, harvest the hay huh. uh, this summer huh. and have enough uh, hay to last the yaks through the next winter. Right, Because we don't want to buy hay this mm-hmm. like we did this year. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah.
1: So I don't know. Just I say throw it out there. We can grow our own and figure yeah. it out. Yeah, I imagine he'll just say, "Oh, okay." And shut the gate. Maybe <laughs> probably. But uh, if you want to send us an email, <laughs> <laughs> not that we're done here. If you want to send us an email uh, with your uh, rural etiquette tips, that'd yeah. be great. I'd, I'd yeah. be happy to hear any and all ideas. Yeah. How do you not word farmers' wording? foibles? Yeah.
0: yeah, it'll be the farmer foible report. <laughs> Next time,
1: <laughs> that sounds like something off of uh, Mister Mr. Mr. <laughs> uh, Mister Peabody and Sherman. Uh, yes. <laughs> the um, well, not that, but I mean, uh, what's it called? Rocky, bitches, Rocky Bullwinkle, mm-hmm. the uh, Fractured Fairy Tales. Oh yeah, that's right. Farmer foibles all those uh, Yeah, that, fits, that would fit right in. Hmm. Dude, <laughs> almost makes me want to do a different music share. <laughs> yeah,
0: do you wanna you wanna throw one out there yourself? Yeah, since I yeah. since I to- sort of monopolized the <laughs> the beginning.
1: I haven't done anything with uh, Eric Whitaker in a while, <laughs> and, and this one popped up. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why, but it kind of goes along with your existential crisis if you want to let it. Hmm. Um, it's just a. Oh, I know why it popped up, because somebody was saying on the um, concert band subreddit, you know, what are some calm pieces to listen ah, to? Oh, I see. And I immediately thought of Eric Whitaker's uh, October, right. which uh, is a beautiful piece that sounds very much like this. Amazing, as always. And it is just lovely. It's about eight minutes, uh, seven to eight minutes, depending on who's conducting. Mm -hmm. Um, This particular one was by uh, North Texas Wind Symphony Hmm. with Eugene Corperon, probably one of the most respected uh, band conductors there is. Side fact for you, he was the drum major of the uh, marching band at Cal State Long Beach. Oh, wow. That's where he went to get his uh, bachelor's degree.
0: Amazing. Not sure they... Dude, I don't think they do marching band because we don't have a don't really have much of a team for anything that
1: requires marching. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if they have. I don't think they have football anymore. No, in Long Beach State. No, they. Um, yeah, they cut that out. Yeah, yeah. But the Big Brown Music Machine was uh, uh-huh. a tremendous unit in its day. Hmm. It was uh, one of the best. Yeah. Around, I mean, there's um, still
0: a lot of money involved in the music department. Obviously, the, mm-hmm. we talked about the jazz program before, and yeah, um, sure. the uh, the 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 Carpenter, the the Richard and Karen Carpenter Center,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: whatever that I can't remember what it's called now, Auditorium Center, whatever. Um, Is it's a, it's it a, a performing arts center? Yeah, it's a it's mm-hmm. a big time venue for c- celebrities who want to give a monologue <laughs> or something, or <laughs> um, some concerts sometimes. Yeah.
1: Mm. But they, yeah, they still have a, an excellent concert program. They've got mm-hmm. a, a very, very fine uh, music ed program. Correct. Yes. So, That's big. Um, got a lot still, of. They got a
0: lot of rooms, a lot of theaters, a um, lot of v- uh, venues to perform and to practice um, mm-hmm. to get good. And boy,
1: are they! Yeah. So October is whatever you want to make of it. You know, it could be just. It's not all melancholy, right? You know, there's there are there's an ebb and flow to it, and it's uh, just a lovely piece. Indeed. Like uh like most of the stuff he does, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer his choral arrangements. Sure, personally, but uh, they they do sound good in, in wind context too.
1: He also wrote it for uh, for orchestra. Oh,
0: he did. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. know he. I didn't know it was. But pr- well, he does that, that
1: uh, um, fairly frequently with mm-hmm. his pieces. So, you know, he writes for, yeah. writes it for for choir usually first, right. and then he'll translate it over because uh, yeah. you know, he can if a band director with a budget. Mm-hmm. sees something by Eric Rittiker, like, snap it up. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Well, they're, Can't be bad.
0: Yeah, they're beautiful pieces, and um, you don't want to not play them just because you aren't the choir director.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so good for all of them. Indeed. Excellent. I like it. I it's a nice place it. to end. Yeah, yeah. So... Just this week's show. Not everything. <laughs> 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 just this week's show. Let's be perfectly clear. Yes. We will be back next yes. week. However, um, we... Uh, I think we're going to move to Monday distribution. I think that's going to be more efficacious. We're going to drop on Mondays. Yeah, drop on Mondays. Sundays.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: it's uh, your schedule has changed a bit, and your free time that you used to have so much of on Friday, it's uh, yeah. tightened up.
1: Well, now I think I just did uh, the, the last Friday off mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Yeah, um, but you you had Thursday off. I did. Yeah, unfortunately, so we didn't quite. Right. We weren't able to line that up, but that's my last Friday of the school year off uh, because we have four snow days to make up. Uh, so, um, so they're putting them on the Fridays,
0: of course. Well, the timely mu- the timely news and information that everyone has come to expect from this podcast may be a little little <laughs> delayed <laughs> <laughs> because I th- I think we want to try to record in the middle of the week as much as possible, and then um, spend a couple of days editing the show because it's. Uh, Boy, it burns me out to to do to work a shift and then come home and edit the pop- podcast, publish a podcast um, on the same day. Yeah, a little a little leeway is is uh, warranted, I would say. Sure,
1: sure. Okay. So, uh, as I discussed, if you want to send us an email, yeah, you could do it at bros at it's just called two brothers <laughs> com. Uh, You can tweet at us at IJC2B, and you blog every day at Marcus Harwell. Oh, um, indeed. I'm going to uh, see, see if I can find a show intro in in amongst that, but there's some stuff to cut out. So uh, yeah, oh, probably work oh, out,
0: yeah, right. oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah.